0: Welcome back into the Tide Talk podcast and the Believe Podcast Network. We are live tonight here on YouTube and on our Twitter pages, so make sure you join in, share it with everybody so they can be here as well. I'm Stacey Blackwood, and I'm here with Jake Thomas. Jake, how you doing, buddy?
1: Man, I'm doing great. Hey, uh, I missed the uh, podcast the other day. I had some technical issues, but, uh, man, uh, that, that was awesome with J-Boy. I'm glad uh, y'all got to experience that. Uh, it was really, really awesome to go back and listen to.
0: Absolutely. So make sure you head to our catalog now and go back and listen to that episode we had with j Boy. So uh, make sure you do that. And before we tonight's episode is, is going to be different. Obviously, we're doing this live, uh, so we're looking forward to you know interacting with everybody. If, if you get in the comments section, we're going to be there. So so make sure you leave your comments and your questions and your thoughts and opinions as well there. Uh, but real quick, uh, want to tell you about our friends at BetOnline.ag. Of course, the NBA Finals are about to tip off here real soon. Uh, Major League Baseball is in full swing. The All-Star Game is coming up real soon. Uh, you name it, betonline.ag has it, You know whether it's parlays, uh, prop bets, futures. They have it at betonline.ag, and, of course, they have that casino that is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you want to play blackjack, roulette, poker, It is all there at betonline.ag. So make sure you head over there right now, and you can receive a 50% sign-on bonus. That's betonline.ag. All right, Jake. Tonight, we're going to be talking about who are debating. I don't know who you're going to pick. You don't know who I'm going to pick. Right. Who the best player is right now on the Alabama football roster. So get in the comment section, everybody. Like I said, we're going to be there tonight all throughout the episode. So make sure you leave your comments on who you think will be or is the best player on the current Alabama football roster. Before we dive into that too much, of course the news that Jaden Shackelford is in the transfer portal. Of course he, he put his name in the NBA draft and he has since withdrawn his name from the NBA draft mm-hmm. uh, and is going and is now in the transfer portal. Just Jake, what are your reactions to that? Uh, was it surprising and, you know, kind of, kind of what are you expecting for the future for, for Jaden Shackelford?
1: Yeah, it was a little surprising to me. I mean, he has led the team, uh, you know, uh, points per game uh, the last two seasons, and uh, it's kind of kind of odd that a guy who leads your offense, you know, production is in a transfer portal. But you know, there's a lot of rumors going on, going on uh, out there. But uh, it was a little shocking. But I, you know, I, I I hope him the best. You know, if if wherever he goes, if him and Alabama. You know, meet up again in in the championship, whatever. <laughs> I hope we stomp them. But anyway, you know, uh, but I, I just hate it. But, you know, we've got a lot of talent com- coming in, especially with J.D. Davidson and, uh, and uh, some guys like that. I mean, I'm still excited for the season. Yeah, it kind of hurts because we're losing a starter. I think we're down or uh, like seven or eight guys from last year's squad is not on the team now, which is – Incredible to think about because that just shows you the talent that we have coming in, that those guys can step, you know, move on, and we have guys replace them just like that. Nate Oates is building a beast down there.
0: Yeah, I was I was pretty shocked that he wants to enter the transfer portal simply because, I mean, nobody gets up more shots in a game than Jaden Shackle for <laughs> Alabama, so yep. I'm not really sure what he's looking for in the transfer portal. Uh, a really good player. Uh, kind of a tweener. He's not really a one because he doesn't have the handles to right. be a one, not really big enough to play two against everybody uh, else in the SEC and, and beyond. So uh, kind of a tweener, but a really good player. Uh, wherever he ends up, I'm sure he'll do just fine. Uh, so I, I am interested in seeing where he ends up, uh, you know, and I guess it's it's possible that he could return to Alabama, um, but I, I think now I, and, and I could be mistaken. I'd have to go back and look at the numbers again. Uh, with Shackleford, if Shackleford does in fact leave, I think we'll have one scholarship open now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it'll be inter- interesting in seeing what Nate Oates does there over the summer. If, if Shaq does end up leaving. Uh, but you know, we wish Shaq the best. He was a good player in uh-huh. his first two years and, He's a really good college basketball player. So we wish him nothing but the best and uh, kind of a head scratcher, like we said, because, you know, nobody's gotten more shots off in the last two seasons than Jaden Shackelford. So, uh, like I said, not really sure what he's looking for. Maybe he just wants to get closer to home. He is from California. So yeah. that is something to watch out for. But we we certainly wish Jaden the best. And, uh, you know, maybe he doesn't end up back at Alabama or he does go somewhere else. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, it's a long summer and, uh, we'll just kind of have to see where that goes.
1: Yeah. But, uh, I'm excited, you know. Just, I was going to say, I'm just excited to see where he he ends up. Like you said, there's a chance that he could return to Alabama, but if he does decide to go home and go to UCLA, and like I said, if we meet up with him again in the Sweet 16, I hope we stomp him.
0: <laughs> hey, look, our boy, hamp uh, He's, he's hamp. in the chat now. Roll Tide, Ham.
1: Roll Tide, Ham.
0: Uh, yeah, Uh, we're, we're Getting some people in here on the on the show right now. So uh, if you got a comment, drop it. We'll try to show it. We'll try to react to it. If you got a question for us, drop it there. Here in just a second, we're going to dive into our main conversation of the night, which is you know who is the best player on the Alabama football team right now. Uh, and we may do this as a you know maybe best offensive player and then best defensive player. Uh, wh- wh- I, but I want to see who Jake picks. I, I know who I'm picking. But I want to see who Jake picks, and if if we pick the same guy, we may have to go to both offensive and <laughs> defensive players. So we'll just kind of see how that goes. Uh, we're really excited to do this live episode. We're not going to do this all the time. Just from just when we have a few extra minutes uh, in the night uh, to to get go live. It kind of it's a little bit more complicated than just recording. Right. But uh, we did want to go live as much as we can to interact with the fans, and we really appreciate everybody that gives us a listen. And in real quick, if you're not subscribed to the podcast already, make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music. Uh, Like I said, we're part of the Believe Podcast Network. They're doing big things at Believe, and we're excited to be a part of that. Uh, And of course, you can uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel and make sure you uh, do that. Hit that notification bell so you don't miss a single episode, even a live episode like we're doing right now. All right, Jake, I guess we can just dive right into it, into the conversation. We'll see where this goes. Jake, who is the best player on the Alabama roster, in your opinion?
1: Well, when, when we talked about, you know, we talked about this just today. <laughs> you know, you you uh, texted me and was like, Hey, this on, this is a game plan for tonight if you want to record. And I said, Yeah, I'm down. You told me what we was gonna do. And I was like, Man, that's a lot of talent on that you know, on that on that Alabama squad. So you know, who is the best player? And I got to thinking, to me, the best player, it, it's it may be a little, little shocking to you, but I'm going to say he is he's a sophomore, and his name is one Will Anderson. To me, he is the greatest. That's so, three
0: for three. Yeah. panthers <laughs> with us as well. That's who yeah. I was going to yeah. Dude, I will just be honest with you. I didn't even have to think about it. It was Will Anderson.
1: Yeah. Me, same, same, same way, man. I mean, Will Anderson, he just has that it factor. And and what I was gonna say, the reason why I picked him, beginning of the year, couple games, he started out slow. It seemed like he was he was overcommitting, he was running past plays, but gradually he got better. And I mean, the last I think I looked it up, the last four games of the year, he got all, all seven his sacks. He got better as the year went on. And I'm like, dude, that that kid, I and mean, he's just a kid, he's, and he's already a stud. And, I mean, like I said, there's so much talent, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I could have gone anywhere. But to me, Will Anderson is the guy that if he goes down with injury, yeah, we still got Christian Harris. We got a lot of talent, you know, at linebacker. But if we lose him, I'm, you know, it, it's going to hurt really bad.
0: Yeah, like I said, I didn't really have to think about it too much. The only other guy to me that should be considered at this point, I mean, like I said, this could be totally different by the end of the season. But at this point, from what we've seen, to me, the only other guy that you really could have picked would have been Evan Neal. Yeah. I mean, you're talking – that stud offensive lineman – He's played guard at Alabama, he's played right tackle, and he's probably going to kick out to left tackle this season. Uh, So that's the only other guy to me that could be in the conversation for the best player on the roster, but it's Will Anderson. I mean, like you mentioned, first of all, he, he started day one at Alabama. I mean, that's rare. I know we've seen it quite a few times under Saban, but throughout college football, it's rare to walk on campus, especially at a place like Alabama where there's already so much talent. Yeah. and you step on the field and you're already one of the best 11 players on your side of the ball mm-hmm. so just that just speaks to the type of talent that will anderson is and and you know what he can become and of course he went through his freshman moments everybody every player goes through their freshman moments that that plays as a freshman right now there's there's some guys that avoid that freshman moment because they don't they don't play until they're redshirt sophomore or junior season. So it's, it's a little different. They've had a lot of experience, you know, in practice with all the reps against some of the best players in the country. So he had to learn a little bit those first few games. But like you said, the last, I don't know, quarter of the season, half of the season, he was an absolute animal. And I believe, according to Pro Football Focus, nobody in the country had more quarterback hurries than Will Anderson last season.
1: And
0: he got seven sacks, like I said. Yeah, and, <laughs> so. that, and I, I believe, like you said, that was in the last four games of the season.
1: Yeah, last I think it started the LSU game, Auburn, uh, whoever we played in between Auburn, Arkansas, and, uh, Arkansas, and then the the championship.
0: And, yeah, so uh, it's about five games or so where and he, five games, where, he yeah. where he got his his seven sacks. So that's dude, amazing. That, it is amazing, and, and y'all, like I said, y'all jump in the comments. Tell us who you believe is the best player. On the album of football roster right now. Uh we're both going with Will Anderson. O- honorable mention is Evan Neal. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> uh, but let's let's just kind of keep this going, Jake, as as we wait yeah. for people to pile into the comments section. Uh let's talk a little bit about this defense since, since we're talking about Will Anderson. Uh when you look at this defense, aside from Will Anderson, what, what is what is really standing out to you about who we have returning on that side of the ball?
1: Man, you know you you know as well as a lot of people on Twitter know. Another guy I love defensively is Malachi Moore, also another sophomore, and and Malachi pretty much started day one as well. And what I love about Malachi, he led our team, I believe, in, in interceptions last year. I think he had two big ones against Auburn, and I, I was just jumping for joy. I loved that moment for him, and uh, you know we got him returning, but. But overall, defensively, we talked about it. before, it's the secondary. The secondary is so stacked this year because we got Jordan Battle returner We got Malachi Moore. We got Brian Branch. Uh, we got uh, Josh Joe, uh, Kool-Aid McKinstry to come in and start potentially start day one at the other corner uh, side. But we got so much talent uh, in defensive bats. It's, it's unreal. Uh, so that that to me is what that's going to be our strength this year. Um, starting out, I've always said that I believe that we're going to have to focus on the defense a little bit in the first three to four games till our offense starts clicking with a new quarterback, new running back, all that. But they will. But we're going to, I think we're going to return back to a lot of old school defense that Saban you, you know, had back with some championship teams, whereas defense just dominated everybody. I think that's just a return this year.
0: Yeah, thanks to the uh, the new transfer rules, <laughs> we get to have Henry Toa Toa alongside Christian Harris at inside linebacker. And dude, that's I was ridiculous. already I was already excited to have Christian Harris and Jalen Jalen Moody as a combo. I know. Now. But now, but now we got Henry Toa Toa and Christian Harris. And dude, I mean that's like Rolando and Dante in the back in the old days. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's exciting, man. I, I'm telling you, uh that inside linebacker duo and, and look at the guys behind them. Jake, Jalen Moody, Shane Lee, yep. uh, Deontay Lawson, who's just a, a freshman freak. Right. Uh Des Kennedy, dude, there's Jackson Britton, dude. There's yeah. there's tons of talent at inside linebacker. And and we talked a lot about Will Anderson at one of those um, edge positions on the outside. Then we got Chris Allen. On the other side. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're talking about a guy who, if he has a the type of season that he had last year and can build on that, mm-hmm. he could sneak himself into the first round of the NFL draft. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's just those two ends alongside Christian Harris and Henry Toto in the middle, dude, that's that's tough. And we haven't even talked about the guys up front, you know. Right. Phil Mathis, uh, DJ Dale, Justin Aboigby. Uh, then you got guys like Tim Smith and Jamil Burroughs who are young guys who are gonna make an impact this fall. So it's really exciting to see you know this defense kind of come back to like like you said, the the old days under Saban where the defense right. was really carrying the team.
1: Absolutely. And talking about the inside linebacker position, uh, early reports that that they have been talking about was J- how Jalen Moody since toe-toe has showed up has been pushing and and it's, they've been saying that it's not guaranteed that Toto is going to start day one, that competition, it just drives them to, to keep getting better and better and better. That's what I love about, about this team. You know, you, you got to fight for your spot. It don't matter if you're an incoming freshman and you're, you're a five star. Who's the number one player in the, you know, the country or you're a transfer coming in. You've got to learn, earn your place, you know, to play at Alabama and, and, Competition breeds competition and it breeds wins, and that's what I love about it.
0: Yeah, I mean I mean, I would be surprised if Moody gets, you know, takes the spot from Toe oh, Toe. would, too. I mean, just because and I like Moody. I mean, I talked about mm-hmm. Moody a lot after the spring game, but uh Henry Toe Toe is a proven SEC linebacker. I mean, exactly. you're talking about a guy who has two seasons under his belt as a starter in the SEC and uh, he's been as good as anybody else in the country. So, to me, it would be hard for Moody to overcome that. But he does have more experience in Alabama. Right. In the Nick Saban, Nick Saban, Pete Golden system there. So, I guess that kind of gives him a little bit of an advantage. But Henry T is pretty much coming from the same top defense, you know, with under Jimmy Pruitt. So, not going to be too much of a learning curve. But I, I just don't see how Moody can overtake somebody as talented as, as Henry Toa Toa.
1: Yeah, and, and I'll say this: as everybody knows, I'm a very critical fan of uh, Pete Golden. But you know, this year, it's. I mean, if he's going to if he's going to be the the defense coordinator at Alabama for the, you know, for the next several years. Jake, what Jake's
0: how- saying is not even Pete Golden can screw this year's defense. Up. <laughs> no,
1: I don't think I can screw it up, to be honest, <laughs> you know, because, I mean, that's so much talent, man. It's it's unreal, and it's – I mean, I hear people say all the time, it's not fair. Uh, I mean, I agree with It's not fair, the talent – I mean, even guys can start anywhere in the nation, but yet here we got four, four or five deep at linebacker at Alabama. We got three or four deep defensive line, three or four deep secondary. I all mean, right, uh,
0: uh, I'm, I'm going to let you take this.
1: Oh uh, well, my wife has chimed in and says Miami's done running their mouths. We would roll all over them, roll tide, roll. You guys sound great. Thank you, baby. I appreciate that. And yeah, there, you know, there was rumors that uh, was it king had said something earlier today. I don't know if that was true or not. Uh, I know Barstool, Alabama Barstool was Sports reposted, so I'm kind of leaning that it was true, but if he's already running his mouth, like we just talked about, he ain't met, he ain't met Will Anderson or, you know, Christian Harris or, you know, Malachi Moore, you know. Uh, yeah. Jordan
0: I'm, I'm always guys. leery when I see these um, so-called quotes from, know, from because. players because uh, it's so hard to believe that somebody would say that, I <laughs> You can't but, be that uh, stupid. Yeah, I, I just, I just can't imagine somebody. You know, I can't imagine him saying that. He's a seasoned veteran player. Right. He knows better. He knows better than that. But uh, uh thanks for thanks for commenting, Cassidy. We appreciate that. Uh, oh, here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, hey, y'all, go, that. y'all go follow him. He he's great. Yeah,
1: he's a good
0: guy. But uh, yeah, roll tide. Roll tide. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see y'all it, That's November. payback. I, I jumped on his a, a couple weeks ago and gave a roll tide. So. But, hey, tonight I gave I gave their quarterback, who I think is going to be a really good quarterback, Max Johnson, mm-hmm. uh, on his show tonight, I, I chimed in in the comment section that I thought he would kind of be a surprise this season, you know, in, in the SEC. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Here's, an, here's another one. LSU is greater than that. Even Jesus says so. Well, uh, if you can give me the, the the chapter and verse, I'll I'll I'll, I'll believe you. <laughs> Oof,
1: yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Enjoy that, guys. Pretty yeah, hey, I appreciate
0: you jumping yeah. in the chat. Thank that's you. that's great. Yeah. Um, but talking about this defense, Jake, we hadn't we hadn't really talked about the back end of the defense. Uh, of course, Josh Job is back. Jordan Battle. You mentioned Malachi Moore. Brian Branch, uh, God, just the list goes on and on. Kool Aid, I mean, Kool Aid is there. Um,
1: which, it, by the way, your tweet about Kool Aid needing endorsing Kool Aid, it's been Kool-Aid. like awesome, and it needs to happen. Kool Aid, get on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that does need to happen. For, for those of you who don't know what he's talking about, I tweeted the other day that that Kool Aid and uh, Kool Aid McKinstry should should sign a deal. Uh, I mean just it's that's like the, the easiest that's the, the most obvious uh choice to make in marketing. I mean I don't I'm not exactly. a marketing major, but uh <laughs> that, that seems pretty obvious to me. Right. Um uh, but uh yeah I'm excited about this defense. Uh Josh Job, it's kind of his year now. You know, he's kind of yeah. played in the shadows of Patrick Sertan the last couple of years. Now he is the guy there at corner. Uh looks like maybe you, mean, you know, we mentioned Kool-Aid McKinstry. He has a chance to play the o- other corner spot. Uh, got Jalen Armour Davis. Uh, there's a couple other guys that could maybe compete for that spot. But those are the two guys that I'm looking to play opposite of Josh Job. Uh, yep. Jordan Battle is a great safety. Uh, Malachi Moore, freshman All-American, you know, one, one of the better players on the team. He, You know, what's crazy about Malachi Moore is, you know, nothing athletically just jumps off the screen when you watch him play. Mm-hmm. He just knows how to play football, man, and uh well, that's you can't really guys like Malachi Moore, they don't really come around a whole uh, really often. I mean there's there's probably guys on the team that are much more athletically gifted than what Malachi Moore is, but he just right. got the it factor. He does. And so he's one of my favorite players on the team and you can go back to a podcast, I don't know, probably 2 years ago now where I was talking about Malachi Moore being the most underrated player in that class. Oh that yeah. he signed in and He's been one of my favorite players for a couple years now and really excited to see what he can do in this sophomore season. Uh, mentioned Jordan Battle. Uh, DeMarco Hellens, mm-hmm. he's a guy to watch out for this fall. Uh, he's kind of the, the, the head knocker there on the back end of the defense. So we're excited about the defense. Uh, we talked about Will Anderson. We've talked about most of the guys here on the defense. And here in a second we'll talk about the offense. Uh, but real quick, once again, I want to make sure you head on over to betonline.ag. Uh, you can see it scrolling across the bottom. If you go there today and sign up, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus. So what that means is if you put $100 in, they're going to give you another $50 to play with. So it's free money. So head over there right now, betonline.ag. All right, let's look at the offensive side of the ball now. Uh, we, we, we started this whole episode really talking about who we thought was the best player on this year's team. You know, heading into the season, And we both selected Will Anderson, but then we kind of thought that Evan Neal was kind of the honorable mention for that spot. So let's look at the offensive line, which is probably the the position group with the most question marks. Yeah. You know, you lose Landon Dickerson, you lose Deontay Brown, and you lose Alex Leatherwood. What are you expecting from this offensive line?
1: I, they, they're going to be they're going to be all right. Uh, you know, they, they're going to be led by Evan Neal. Uh, you know, there's going to be a couple, like you said, three three new guys on, on that line. You know, when you lose pretty much your heart and soul of the team in Leonard Dickinson, you lose Cornbread, who one amazing stat that never gets brought up was he, he never allowed a single sack in his Alabama history. That crazy. is – that's crazy. And, uh, and then you lose another guy who, you know, the Leatherwood, who was very, very – Good, you know, a blindside protector and and all on the left hand side. So you lose those three guys, and you know you got you got a lot of big shoes to fill there. But you know, Evan Neal's there; uh, he's going to be fine. Um, and you know, there's going to be a lot of newcomers. I I have said it's you know they are the the question mark of the season. It's going to take them a couple games, I think, to gel together and. Obviously, it may take the offense, you know, a couple games just because of that, you know, trying to get everybody lined up right. But once they once they get together, it's going to be fine. You know, they're going to be starting making holes for Brian Robinson to run through. They're going to, you know, give a great pocket for uh, Bryson to throw out of. So, once they get their feet under them and get some playing experience, those new guys, they'll be fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's I, I kind of relate it back to a couple seasons ago, Uh, I guess it was after the second and twenty-six national championship game. The next year we had to replace a few of those guys up front. Uh, It was Evan Neal's freshman season when he was starting (laughs) the (laughs) right guard. Uh, That's when it was. Of course, we we were trying to mix in Emil Echior, Chris Owens, Mm -hmm. uh, a couple guys throughout the offensive line. I I, kind of think that's what they might do, uh, you know, to start the season against Miami, unless people just come out and fall camp. Of course, we, we signed, you know, probably, I think, the greatest offensive line class uh, in the history oh, of college football. The Brockermeyer twins, J.C. Latham, the Ferguson kid. Just yeah. su- superior talent there on the offensive line in this, you know, in the 2021 20, class. So, is is J.C. Latham going to make a push? Is Tommy Brockermeyer going to make a push? You know, what are those guys going to do this fall? Of course, we have guys like Javion Cohen, uh the, the Damian George. So there's there's guys that have been there, and there's also guys that have come in, you know, this spring and summer that are going to be competing for those other spots, you know, outside of Emil Ecuor, Chris Owens, and Evan Neal. I think those three guys are going to start. Uh, you know, of course, Chris Owens will probably be our center. Yeah. Ecuor will knock down one of those guard spots, and, you know, we're under the impression that, that uh, Evan Neal will kick out to left tackle. Uh, so, we so got three spots. There's three, three spots. spots. Two spots to be filled, uh, a tackle position and a guard position. So it's going to be interesting seeing how that plays out. I'm anxious to see, what you know, how the guys come in in fall camp, which is not far away. I mean, I think we're 30-something days away from fall camp starting. So Bring it on, super excited about that. I think we're a week or so away from media days. Uh, so, you know, once you make it to SEC media days, the season's just right around the corner. Once they start practicing, you might as well say football season's here. So yeah. it's not long. We're just a little over a month away before they start practice. So super excited about that. Really can't wait to see those guys back on the field. And it's going to be a little more like normal after the COVID season. So uh, that's going to be exciting as well. Uh, of course, like, I, like we mentioned, it's that, you know, we're going to be playing some out of conference games this year, which is different from last year. Right. Like we mentioned, we open up with Miami there in Atlanta. Let's keep the conversation going here with the offense, Jake. Uh, like I said, if you're if you're watching, uh, get in the comment section below. You know, drop questions. Give us your best defensive player, best offensive player. Uh, maybe even give us who you think is going to be the starting five on the offensive line this fall. Uh, but let's look at the wide receiver group, Jake. Of course, the Heisman Trophy winner, Devonte Smith, is gone. Jalen Waddle, maybe the most explosive player in all of college football, is gone. Uh, we lose Miller Forstall uh, at tight end. We're going to kind of mix those two positions in here because they catch the catch the ball. Uh, John Mechie's back. Slade Bolden's back. Then it's kind of a bunch of guys who had never really played. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> so Billings, uh,
1: Billings have
0: played a little bit. Billings is back. Yeah. You're right. He's back. Uh, but at wide receiver, it's yeah. Mechie and Bolden. Bolden. That's and, it there's really not anybody else that's played a ton of football for Alabama. So what are you expecting, you know, from that tight end slash wide receiver group?
1: Matchy, you know, we already know what he can do. I mean, he did all year long, and not only can he play offense, he can play defense, laying people out. Uh, yeah. I always laugh when I see that video of him just laying uh, that that uh, guy out for Florida. But uh, anyway, Slade Bolden is also uh, proven um, – you know, so I, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little, uh, you know, try after them too. Like you said, is it kind of a drop off a little bit? I mean, Saban has already mentioned it that he doesn't see anybody in this group being a first round pick. So I mean, they they now they got a chip on the shoulder now that they know they got to get better. For, yeah, he,
0: he said that for a reason.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but but who I can never think of his name. I think it's a Jahi Hall, the the, the guy. Yeah, that stood out and in, a in, uh, spring game. Look for him to uh to come on. Of course we already know about Billingsley. Also another guy is is slated as a tight end is Cameron Latou. Yep. Latou I mean they he had a really good spring, so uh, spring game. So them two guys I'd definitely be looking for. But uh Billingsley, Bolden and uh Mechie will probably get most of the looks this year uh on the wide receiver slash tight end side.
0: I'm excited to see how this room develops. When I say room, I mean the, the wide receiver room and the tight end room. Uh, I think it tied in. I'll just start there. We know what Billingsley is. He's a he's a superior athletic tight end. I mean, he's just a – he's not your traditional tight end. He's a modern-day tight end. But Cameron Latou is kind of the the – the perfect combination of each one of those. Right. And, and Jake, this may be a shock. This is kind of a, I don't know, a hot take, I guess you could say. Uh, But I think Alabama has a chance to have two tight ends drafted in the first two rounds of the draft next season or next year. Mark that down. (laughs) I mean, uh, hey, look at here. We we got our boy Jerome. Now, he's a barner, guys. He's a barner. But he's, yeah. he's one of the good ones, one of the few. What's well, up, man? Hey, low tide, Joe. Appreciate appreciate you jumping on.
1: Thanks, Jerome. Appreciate it, low bud.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I I think I think both Cameron Latou and Jaleel Billingsley can both be, you know, day one or day two picks in the NFL draft. Uh, Latou is the only player who scored a touchdown in all the spring scrimmages, including a day this this season or this spring. So. Really excited to see what he can do this fall. He's going to take some of that pressure off of Jalil Billingsley. You know, he he was kind of, Billingsley was kind of the only, you know, really athletic guy there at tight end. Uh, Miller Forstall was more of the third and short tight end. You know, yeah. run run a quick hitch, get a first down, uh, then stumble a little bit. <laughs> but uh, we love Miller Forstall. Yes, but uh, really, really good player and hard worker for the team the last few years. But uh, I, I think Latou is a guy who can make some noise this fall. Like was, like we said, Billingsley's already a guy who, who most people know about. But uh, Cameron Latou is a guy I'm really excited to watch. And and out wide, aside from John Mechie, I'm excited about Ajay Hall. I'm excited about Jojo Earl. I'm excited about Christian Leary. I'm excited about Ja'Cory Brooks. I'm just excited about Treshawn Holden. But, I mean, those guys are unproven. Right. So you know, until they prove it on the field, we really don't know what they are. Uh, we we know that they're really talented, but can they do it on the field? You know, when the lights the brightest. So that's something we're going to learn uh, here in in the fall. Uh, of course, we played Miami that first game of the year. Then we have a mop up game before we head to Gainesville. So we're going to find out pretty early in the season what this team is made of, especially on the offensive side of the ball. We, we we're going to talk now about the quarterback position. Uh, you know, the guy who handles the ball every play of the game, he, you know, the, the game really falls into his hands. And, uh, that's sophomore Bryce Young, a mm-hmm. guy that we know has all the talent in the world. Uh, but can he do it, you know, on the big stage? Jake, wh- what are your impressions of Bryce Young so far? He played a little bit last season in mop up duty. Of course, he was kind of the guy all spring long, played, played really well in the spring games. Just what are you expecting from Bryce Young? Uh,
1: Bryce is going to be a stud. There's no doubt about it. Um, And what's really going to keep him motivated is we have a stud freshman behind him and Milo Moreau that. that, Jalen Milo. Yeah. That, uh, you know, that people are saying that he may be the next great, but we still got Bryce Young and Bryce is going to have to play out of his mind to, you know, to keep, keep Milo behind him. But, you know, even, even, uh, Paul Tyson's back there too. So, but, but we're talking about, uh, Bryce Young, Bryce Young will be fine. Uh, he, he'll be, you know, some, some of his decisions last year, of course, he was a freshman, uh, wasn't the great, but, or wasn't that great, but still, I mean, most of the time when you come in mop up dude, he just hand the ball off. So he really biggest issue is how, how's his throwing is he as accurate as everybody says he is. And a couple of throws that I've seen, it looks like he is. So, uh, so
0: we'll see how it goes, but I think it would be fine. Yeah, I'm excited to see Bryce Young. Um, of course, quarterback is the most popular position, uh, and Bryce Young is as hyped a quarterback as we've signed in a long time. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's, it's time to find out what he's made of. I think he has it all the tools uh, to, to be a great quarterback, not only at this level but at the next level, uh, really uh, – in a mold of a Russell Wilson-type player, a uh, little bit shorter than what you really want in a quarterback, but makes up for it with his athleticism and his ability to to throw, you know, off rhythm and out of the pocket and, you know, at different type of angles and velocity velocity, and just, just one of those quarterbacks who's not your average quarterback but will make big plays for your team. So I'm excited to see what he can do. Uh, and then let's look at the running back room, Jake. Another loaded room. Uh But it's really loaded of guys who are not quite proven yet. Uh, Brian Robinson has been on campus now. This will be his fifth year. uh, And he's just kind of been a role player his entire career so far, but he has a chance to be the guy this year. Uh, So, I mean, let's just start with him to begin the conversation. Do you think Brian Robinson has what it takes to be the guy for Alabama?
1: I do, and here's why. I saw a stat today that, that I was impressed with. He, you know, he averaged 5.6 yards per carry last year. Of course, he did have a bunch of studs, you know, blocking for him, and that was probably one of the best offensive lines that Alabama's ever had. So, you know, he, he you know, you got to, got to run behind that, so did Brian Robinson. Now it's totally, you know, it's a totally different setup. But Brian Robinson, what I've always loved about him and and really it's it, it's a long strand of, of running backs at Alabama that have done this. They get hit, they they're fighting for more yardage. They they just don't take a hit and then fall down. You know, so Brian Robinson does it. He he fights for every inch. He's always fighting, he's, he's you know, low on his head, going through holes, and when he gets popped, he's gonna try to make make, you know, extra Two, three, four yards before he gets brought down. So, this is, you know, this time for him to step up, and I think he'll do it. He's going to be fine. Uh, man, th- that, like you said, that, 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 that room's loaded, you know, behind him. I mean, everywhere it is loaded, Alabama. It's just crazy.
0: Yeah. I, I, it seems like when we start talking about a specific position group or like we start by saying that, that room is just loaded of talent. With talent. I know
1: it's insane. But yeah. <laughs>
0: I um the the running back position is real you know, I said that the biggest question mark for the team is is offensive line simply because we don't know who's gonna be in the other two spots, you know, outside of Chris Owens, Emil Ekior, and Evan Neal. But at running back, we know that Brian Robinson is there. Right. Uh we know that Jace McClellan and Roydell Williams, who both played, you know, quite a bit last year as true freshman and played really well Yeah, uh, when they got our, their chance to play. We know what – we know that they're there. Uh, we we know what Trey Sanders can do. And, by the way, I'm starting to hear really good news regarding Trey Sanders and his health, that he's recovering very well. And so just, just kind of keep Trey Sanders in your prayers as he, as he continues his road to recovery from his car accident last year. We all know how much Jake loves Trey Sanders. <laughs> I'm,
1: not, I'm not saying nothing about <laughs> Trey Sanders anymore. Jake,
0: Jake says he's not jinxing Trey Sanders anymore. No. Just no. to recap, just, just to catch everybody up on that, his freshman year, Jake made the bold prediction that he would win the Heisman Trophy. Well, before the season started, he gets hurt and misses the entire season. Well, last year, he picks Trey Sanders over Najee Harris – on his, uh, on our little draft that we had last year, because he had that much faith in Trey Sanders, and Trey was playing well up until the car accident. So we we, we kind of think that Jake may be uh, jinxed Trey Sanders. So <laughs> Jake Jake's gonna plead the fifth when we talk about Trey Sanders. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. No.
1: Love <laughs> love the kid and hope, hope he does well, but. Mm.
0: Yeah, everything I'm hearing, he's recovering fine. Everything's going good, so we're excited about that. Hopefully, he can be ready for the fall. And that just adds even more depth to that room. And, of course, Kamar Wheaton, the incoming freshman, who, to me, when I watch him play, he might be the most natural runner of the entire group, just mm-hmm. just the most instinctive runner that's in that running back room. And, of course, it's going to be different when he gets to Alabama and he's playing against that talent there. But uh, I'm really excited about the prospects of Kamar Wheaton at Alabama. And uh, I think he's a a really high-level running back, and I'm excited about him. But as far as B-Rob being the guy, I'm not sure b is going to have to be the guy. I don't think we'll play – or, you know, I I think we'll be more back to me than what we were last year with Najee Harris. Najee was just in that groove last year where you didn't want to take him off the field. You couldn't. I mean, he was just too valuable. I mean, not just running the ball, but catching the ball out of the backfield. I mean, without his hands and ability to create after the catch, that SEC championship game might have went another way. Right.
1: Yeah, it could
0: have. So, yeah. So, I, I just I feel like this season could be a little different uh, for the Alabama running backs, and uh, I'm really excited to see how that plays out. Jake, we have went for nearly 40 minutes here uh, just kind of talking about this team. Uh, We started the conversation uh, talking about who we thought the best player was on the team right now uh, or who the best player is right now on the team. And we both selected Will Anderson. I don't think that's going to be much of a surprise to anybody who follows this team. Uh, Like we said, you could could make the argument that maybe it's Evan Neal. And I think the the one way that you can make the argument is that in the next draft, Evan Neal is going to be the highest selected player, uh, you know, from this team. So, yeah. to me that that you could make the argument from that side of it that that right now Evan Neal is the 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 guy who's going to be drafted the highest, you know, this next season. So you could make that argument for Evan Neal. And truthfully, you're not going to get too much of you know, backlash from if, – if you say that Evan Neal's the best player because you're talking about a guy – I mean, we rave about Will Anderson, but you know Evan Neal's been a start on that offensive line since day one. I right. mean, he, he pretty much stepped on campus, went to practice, and they're like, yeah, this dude's going to be one of the starting five. <laughs> he's,
1: he's a horse. <laughs> what is he, six, six like 365 or something six, like that?
0: Seven, 360. 6'7", yeah, 360. Yeah, he's Just a, uh, an athlete. He, dude, that dude is – ridiculously athletic. Just watch him do box jumps, dude. <laughs> I, I
1: I wouldn't even attempt that because I'd probably break an ankle, you know, just trying to jump up on the box. I couldn't get that close. But I mean, it's incredible. I mean, a guy that size to to be that limber and and like you said, athletic is amazing.
0: Yeah, just like we said, it's it's either Will Anderson or Evan Neal. Uh, but Jake, I don't have anything else to add to this. Uh, here in just a second, we're gonna we're gonna head out. Make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. Uh, we, we started uploading our podcast there just a couple weeks ago. Uh, we've obviously went live tonight. Uh, so, and from time to time, we're gonna go live. It's not gonna be very often. It's hard to go live. There's a lot that goes into that uh, to get prepped and ready for that. But uh, and, and like Jake mentioned, we kind of threw this one together uh, yes. last minute. Uh, the What's the fun? idea. That- the idea just kind of popped into my head, you know, who is the best player on the roster right now. So we wanted to talk about that. But make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. Make sure you're subscribed to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music. We are all over the place. You can find us just about anywhere that you find podcasts. And you know, if you do here just just real, real quick, if you do subscribe to us and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, go leave us a five star written review. That really helps us out with, with how Apple Podcast recommends different podcasts to people. So uh, just do that for us real quick. We're about to head out. If nobody has anything else to add in the comment section, we appreciate those that did comment, even the LSU fans. Uh, so uh, we're really excited uh, about the football season. It's just right around the corner. Like I mentioned, fall, fall camp will start here in just a little over 30 days or so. So we're really excited about that. Not too far until football season. Uh Jake, I don't have anything else to add. Uh make sure you head o- over to BetOnline.ag, sign up today and receive that 50% welcome bonus. Mm-hmm. Uh Jake, if you don't have any- anything else to add, I don't. Uh we're gonna we're gonna call that quits for the night. Like I said, we appreciate everybody that jumped in the comment section. Uh subscribe today, hit that notification bell so you don't miss anything that we're doing here at the Tide Talk Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you can see, you can follow me on Twitter at Blackwood89.
1: I'm a Jake Thomas, TTS.
0: And you can follow our podcast at Tide Talk Pod. All right, guys, we're going to head out now. We appreciate everybody listening. Roll Tide.
1: Roll Tide. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks?
0: That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel.